0: I proactively reached out to all my tenants to ask them, you know, hey, if you think you're not gonna be able to pay rent, let me know in advance, we can work something out.
1: Hello and welcome to Pillars of Wealth Creation, where we talk about creating financial success with a special focus on business and real estate. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. Now, let's get to it. Hello and welcome back to Pillars of Wealth Creation. I'm your host, Todd Dexammer. With me, as always, on these hump day hustles is Matt Jones. Matt, how are you doing today?
0: I'm doing decent. I have a mild cold, so hopefully it's not coronavirus, but uh, oh. we'll see, I suppose.
1: <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. I'm sure you're just fine. Quarantine yourself. Yeah, I am. You. Yep. Keep, stay away from me. <laughs> um, and we're, we're all good. Life will go on. So, yep. um, And that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today, a little bit about that. Um you know, it's interesting times. I have a, a deal that uh, some good things. Uh, we've got a very long period before closing, so that's good. Um, but we've got this deal under contract, and um, you know, obviously, times are, have changed overnight, basically. I mean, it's like you know, March 1st, life was good, rainbows were, were out, sun was out, and uh, all of a sudden, just a, a week later. It was just like you know everything shutting down. NHL, NBA, uh, you know, MLS, uh, you know, NCAA tournament, and then all of a sudden, you know, schools and businesses and restaurants and you know, so things changed very quickly here. Um, And so it's a different time. It's it's unprecedented, and it's hard to navigate a little bit. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about that. uh, Some thoughts that I have. Uh, about navigating through these difficult times and uh, you know how can we also be humanitarians right how can we also help out make sure our tenants are being taken care of um, yet at the same time take care of our family and uh, ourselves we don't want to have our properties go into foreclosure obviously uh, but at the same time we also need to be um, need to be human beings and be you know kind and good to everybody uh, because we're all dealing with this ourselves and this is reality and it doesn't really matter uh, whether you believe the steps we're taking are appropriate or whether you think um, <clears throat> whether you think it's crazy what we're doing uh, what you think if, if you think it's like this stupidest thing ever it doesn't matter it, we're all in this right now together and so put your feelings aside of how you feel the reaction is and deal with the reality of where we are at situation. So um, yeah. So, so anyways, with this, with this property here that I've got uh, there's, there's it's, it's, you know, it's an office building. And the good thing is the, what, the type of tenants that are in that building shouldn't be as affected by this as, as other tenants, right. In the service type industry, especially. Um, So that's definitely a good thing. So we'll kind of see, but we'll be able to, I think have a good, understanding of what's going on here in june july uh before we have to to actually execute on the on the acquisition i'm hoping then we can still uh purchase it and without having to try to you know refinagle pricing or extend closing dates or anything like
0: that. okay so as a whole how how do you expect uh coronavirus to impact uh you know real estate investing? You know, I, I heard uh, Steve Mnuchin, the treasure secretary, say that uh, we might get uh, unemployment rates as high as 20%, which yeah. would be pretty devastating.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure. And it's going to affect C-class and B-class properties the most. It just, when you look at who, you know, is being affected, and this is, quite frankly, almost the same as most recessions, uh, but this is very particular because it's aimed at, mostly B and C class tenants, which are your service-based workers, right? Your People that work at a, at a gym, people that work at a restaurant, people that work at hotels, um, people that are you know, doing maintenance for those types of uh, buildings, um, even apartment buildings uh, and other commercial buildings, uh, owners are cutting back on those expenses. So the maintenance person that was working 40 to 45 hours a week is now maybe only working 25 20, 25, maybe 30, uh, but they're cutting their hours back. And so that hurts the bottom line on these people. And a lot of people in our country just don't have savings period. I mean, they, they, they don't have more than a couple hundred bucks in the account. I can't remember. I looked at the statistic a couple of years ago and I think it's, I think it's like, it's less than a thousand bucks. is what the typical American has in their, their bank account. And that's not a very good savings plan. Right. And so it's not going to go very long. And so people, people are going to be, um, hurting. So how does it affect rental properties? And I'll talk about multifamily properties first. Um, Your tenants aren't going to be able to pay rent and there's going to be some tenants aren't going to be able to pay rent. Now, honestly, a lot of this is like maybes, right? Because we still don't know exactly what the government's going to do. We still don't know exactly how quickly unemployment is going to get into these uh, tenants' hands. And is it going to be less than the amount they're getting paid? Or or are we going to change that and make it to equal the amount that they're getting paid? Um, So there's still a lot of question marks in place uh, that we don't quite know yet. But uh, I can tell you this. I think April is going to be a very interesting month. I think April is going to be a month where if you're a landlord, you need to be prepared not to get um, your rent. You need to be prepared to get, you know, let's call it, if you're a landlord, you got a hundred unit apartment complex and it's B or C class, be prepared to get, you know, 60 to 70% of your rent or maybe even less and just be prepared for that. And I, I would say may as well. And, and from there, it's so hard to tell and things might change quickly, right? I mean, things, things could change for the better quickly. Things could change for the worse quickly. And it, it all depends. There's so many things going on that we don't quite know but i think as a landlord you just need to be prepared that that's potential reality that you might not receive you know 60 uh or you might only receive you know 60 of your rent um and and okay so if we know that how can we prepare for that without panicking and that's the important part we can't can't be panicking through this situation
0: yeah so if you're worried that some of your tenants won't be able to pay rent uh Mm -hmm you know, what I did, I proactively reached out to all my tenants to ask them, you know, hey, if you think you're not going to be able to uh, pay rent, let me know in advance, we can work something out. And um, most of my tenants said that they were going to be okay. uh, But the tenants who said that they weren't, I gave them some resources for how to uh, apply for unemployment insurance, uh, how, you know, the local food shelves and such, so they don't go hungry. Um, And then that way, they have some resources to be able to at least cover themselves and then still be able to pay rent so.
1: yeah uh and it's super important right we your tenants may you you might go well oh, it's so easy they they should know how to get this unemployment, they should know how to get you know food and all this other help um, it's not that important. it's not that um easy right these a lot of these tenants are panicky like it's in in their opinion, it's like mass chaos, and they don't know what to do, and they're panicking, and they're cr- they're still like at night crying. Like seriously, I mean, it's 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 serious. And so a lot of these people don't know what to do. And if you lay it out for them very easily and say, hey, you know what, we're going to work with you. We're not going to kick you out of your house. We want to work with you. We want to make sure we take care of you during this difficult time. And yeah, is your rent still due? Yeah, your rent is still due, but we're going to be you know, we're going to be good to you. we're, we're not going to kick you out of your, of your house. And we want to make sure that you understand that. I think that's important and how we pose that, pose that uh, solution to them. Like you said, showing them that they're, here's how you get the unemployment. Here's how you get food from the food shelf. Here's, you know, some other resources that you can go to and to apply for extra help. Um, That's important because then they know, okay, there, there are solutions for this and yeah, my rent is still due. um, But, Uh, even if it's 10 days late or, or 30 days late, I'm not going to be evicting anybody. And quite frankly, we can't in Minnesota. I mean, we just, you actually can't. Now we can start the eviction proceedings. All right. But we can't do anything beyond that. And, and that's kind of my position. Anyway, we're going to, we're going to look at tenants that aren't paying rent. um, We're going to treat it as they're not paying rent. So they're going to get their regular notice but we're already telling them that if they do get a notice, they don't have to worry about it. So, And then when we send that notice, we'll, tell, we'll talk to them about it. And we're going to be working out payment plans with anybody that can't do it. So they'll still owe the rent, right? Uh, at least right now. You know, things might change. Maybe we'll change our position. But at least right now, they'll still owe that, you know, $1,000 or whatever they owe. But it'll just be to kind of delayed, essentially we're not going to force them to pay it all right now. Um, you know, and so if they can make some payments towards it, great. Um, that, that's kind of how we're positioning ourselves. Like we, we want to make sure we're taking care of our tenants. We don't want people starving. We don't want people freaking out and panicking. Uh, we want to make sure our tenants know that, uh, you know, that, but frankly, I mean, this is this is even less of their own fault, right? Because this is like they were just mandated; they had to they had to stop working today, mm-hmm. right? And so it's just it's kind of crazy. The the government forced them to be unemployed and to be you know potentially in a very bad
0: position. Yep, exactly. And I I like your thoughts about a payment plan. I mean, because we as landlords, we still have to pay our expenses, you know, mortgage insurance, taxes, maintenance, you know uh, I mean, some of that might be potentially put on hold by the government, but I mean, we'll still have maintenance and such uh, that we have to cover. Uh, But uh, you know, to find out, so, you know, find solutions as a case by case basis to work with the tenants uh, so that they can stay in their home and they can uh, continue to be good tenants and, and you're able to afford the property still.
1: Yeah, I think one of the biggest things that you can do to help your tenants out is just providing some calm, providing some communication and clarity to them and then giving them solutions so that they know that these are the these are the steps that they can take, like this is where they can go like you said, showing them how to get the unemployment insurance, showing them, you know, how to uh, apply for any other programs out there, food shelf and so on. So this is our job in my opinion as landlords is to do that. I know some of you out there as landlords are in a different position. Everybody's in different positions. This is important to understand and hopefully this is a lesson that maybe doesn't affect people in a negative way but at least makes them think that man, I need to start really thinking about my reserve funds that I have for my properties and do I really truly have enough? Because this could go on for a long time. I mean, I, I read an article, uh, I think it was yesterday, that said they expect this to be a 12 to 18 month um, thing, basically. And, and so if this goes on for 12 to 18 months, Are you prepared for this to be going on for 12 to 18 months? And do you have enough reserves in your reserve fund for that? Now you're going to get some rent, right? You're going to potentially even um, be able to get enough to make your mortgage payment, um, which is what we all want. Right. But if you're negative every month, do you have enough to withstand 12 to 18 months of negative uh, payments? So for me, when I raise money for my properties, I'm always putting in about eight months' worth of principal and interest payments, and I think that's important to do. Minimum of six. You know, if you've got a very stabilized building and it's in a good, good area, good condition, you know, six months might be fine. But you've got to be putting money aside, and if you're not, when something like this happens, that's when we freak out, we're stressed, and we're going, "Oh crap! I can't miss a, I can't miss rent. Like if my tenants don't pay." I'm done. I don't know what I'm going to do. That's a bad position to be in.
0: Yeah. And you mentioned that, uh, you were more thinking that B and C class, uh, apartments were going to be impacted. Is, it, is the reason for the A class not being so impacted because they have more savings?
1: Um, uh, and can work all, from home, perhaps. First of all, they have more savings, so that's the best. Yeah, I I don't even know that they even have that much more savings. I think the biggest thing is they they're gonna cut their expense. Like they, for one, that they they're not even they're going forced to. They can't go out to eat. They can't go to Starbucks. They can't like spend their money on stuff like that. So they're just that's I mean that's just how it is. And so they they're cutting their expenses because they're forced to cut their expenses. It's not where everybody kind of is, but. Um, but yeah, they can work from home. Most of them have jobs that aren't service-based jobs. Some of them do, right? Some of them are managers and you know stuff like that. But most of them don't have service-based jobs. Most of them have jobs where they can work from home and, uh, and they'll be fine. You know? And, and B class, I think, is gonna get a little less affected, probably even than C class, because C class is a lot of service-based. A lot of the people that are affected by this are C class tenants, unfortunately. And, uh, and again, it's, I don't think it's this like panic mode. I, they're, they're going to get unemployment. And I think the government is putting, trying to put things in place and hopefully they can act fast with not fighting among Democrats and Republicans, uh, too much, which I, I you know, that might, that might be another laughing matter. Uh, they seem to always fight. doesn't matter who, uh, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> who's right or wrong? They're just going to fight with each other just because that—that's what they're supposed to do, apparently. Uh, but but either way, I think I—I I don't think it's as as I don't think it's panic mode. I think it's just reality mode. Um, and you mentioned expenses. We still, do have our expenses, and especially like our maintenance expense and our on-site staff expense. But those are things that you've got to be aware of. Right now, we're putting in action plans to take care of necessary items and then to leave items that maybe aren't quite so necessary,
0: you know, like um, the capital improvements.
1: Well, capital improvements we're cutting off. Like uh, unless, unless we're, you know, mostly through it, we've got a couple of units that we're mostly through. Uh, We're going to continue those because we need those units available just in case we do get occupancy. Um, And so we don't want to stop those, but We're not starting any new units. We've got a couple properties where we've got some units available to be renovated. We're not, we're not touching those right now. Available for our properties. Um, You know, showings have basically shut off. And so we're not doing capital improvements right now on our, on our units. Now the only thing we'll do is obviously if somebody's, you know, furnace goes out we're going to replace the furnace right if if uh they've got a leaking faucet uh, it, it's, we're going to do that because quite frankly it's going to save us money in the end but if there's other little stuff that doesn't really affect the bottom line you know the the walls are a little too dinged up more than what we'd like we're not going to paint them right now we're going to kind of let that be um you know and unless it gets terrible Right? We're, not gonna, we're still not going to let our properties get into disrepair. I'm not suggesting anybody do that. I don't suggest you make your property into a slummy place, um, but you do have to watch. Our, do we really need to do that, right? or can we hold off on that? I think that's, that's a important. I think also for your staff, if they're working uh, extra hours, you'd want to probably cut those back. You may even consider cutting them back a little bit. Uh, you know, obviously that's going to affect them. So you need to have that conversation um, with your employees, but you might consider cutting some of your maintenance and uh, and leasing staff back a little bit, if, especially if they can handle that. um, And it it makes sense for your property.
0: how do you think uh, the coronavirus is going to impact the single family house uh, market?
1: Well, I think it's going to, slow it down. Um, uh, So I I think it's actually opportunity for for people that want to buy, right? Um, I think you could see some foreclosures. However, there's measures being talked about where that's not going to be happening. So foreclosures kind of go to the wayside for a while. You might not see that. Now there might be a backlog if you can't pay your mortgage today, can't pay it tomorrow, can't pay it for three months, four months, five months. And then they say, okay, now things are back to normal. Now banks, you can foreclose Well, you might be one of those people that gets foreclosed on it. If you can't make those five, six months worth of payments, you might be getting foreclosed on. So I think if we see anything in the single families, it's probably going to be a lag behind. And quite frankly, even the apartments, I think there's going to be quite a bit of lag. And here's the thing. When we look at real estate, it's always a lag behind, but this might be even longer of a lag because, you know, nobody's going to be foreclosing right now. Courts don't want to take those anyway. Um, So it's going to be kind of after the dust settles that you're going to start to see those pop up, I think, if they do, uh, it's going to be after the dust settles. But overall, I would say the housing market is, is just going to have this kind of slowdown and probably get back up to normal fairly quickly after the after the virus all clears out. And again, a lot of it still is dependent on what, what happens, what the government does um, and then how long this is going for. You know, if this is only a, another month, it's probably not going to do that much negative effect on everything. If this is six to nine to 12 months, it could have a lot of impact.
0: Yeah. Makes sense. So the main thing is just to stay calm and, you know, show up stay your resources.
1: Calm. Yeah. And you know what, if you're posting on Facebook, Uh, why you invest in real estate versus the stock market, just stop. Just stop. Because look, the stock market's getting pummeled right now. We all see it, right? But remember, real estate's not immune to recessions. I don't know if anybody was alive that listens to this back in 2008. Pretty sure everybody was. I think real estate got walloped pretty dang hard. And guess what? It can still get walloped really hard during this. So stop telling everybody that you invest in real estate and look at the stock market why it's so bad and assume that everything's going to be hunk of door in real estate okay i i don't think you should be posting that stuff i it just it drives me crazy when i see it um, no, i had to i had to make that comment because i see it too often like come on
0: come on <laughs> Yeah, you have to have a heart because these these companies that are getting hurt, they're going to have to do a lot of layoffs. And those people getting laid off are your tenants.
1: Yeah, they're your tenants. And and guess what that's going to do to you? That's going to affect your bottom line, which is going to affect how the real estate industry performs as a whole. So don't be so quick to assume that your investment is that much better than somebody else's.
0: Yep. Yeah. All right.
1: I think I think that's uh that's kind of all I wanted to say about it. if you have something more to say, definitely, but I think uh, you know we just have to realize this is reality and for right now, and um, we have to accept it, we have to embrace it, and we have to look at ways to get creative and really help everybody out through this time. I am excited for the potential opportunity that this could provide. But I don't want to, at the same time, see anybody get hurt as well. You know, as well. So, you want to try to, in my opinion, help everybody out as much as we can. Uh, we're all in this together. We got to get through it. And it doesn't matter if, you, again, if you think this is a, a the right decision, the wrong decision. Uh, it doesn't really matter. We're all in this together right now, and this is ultimately the decision that uh, our leaders. And our medical professionals have guided us to take. Well said, Todd. Awesome. Um, well, that's it, Matt. I, I don't have anything else. Um, you have a fantastic rest of the day. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Make every day Saturday, man.
0: Thanks. thanks. You too.
1: Hey, thanks so much for listening. I appreciate you being a loyal listener. So I would love to have you go on to our Facebook page and subscribe. Uh, give us a thumbs up. Go on to iTunes or wherever you listen and give us a rating and review. Don't forget to subscribe. Your rating and review it just helps us push this out to more and more people and continue to grow our audience and hopefully positively affect a ton of people out there that really need this and, and want this. So.